1: Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power
0: to do? Mobile
1: banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC.
0: No Jumper, coolest podcast in the world. And today I'm in here with my man, Ty Fontaine. How you doing, bro? What's good? Doing good. How you doing, Adam? Excellent to have you in here. I know it's, uh, it's kind of early in terms of your career but I have a lot of faith in you I feel like you are bringing a lot to the table vocally I appreciate that yeah you know mm-hmm. that's a, there's a lot of different things that somebody could potentially bring to the table as a rapper but I feel like you know your your vocal stylings yeah You <laughs> sounding old as fuck but yeah, yeah. <laughs> your vocal stylings are, nah, I
1: know what you mean they're, they're dope man. yeah I try to like that's one of the main things I try to do because like I feel like we're to the point now where people have, like, said a bunch of crazy shit, like, you know what I'm saying? And that mm. that kind of thing where people, like, say crazy stuff like TJX6, or uh, like, people say, like, shit that just grabs your attention. Like, that's one way to get attention, and then the other way is to, like, be on some, like, just make make it sound different. You know what I'm saying? So, right. yeah, that's what, what I kind of work on.
0: What's your, like, early musical background? Were you singing as a kid or anything?
1: I was, um, <coughs> I was in choir in, like, sixth grade. That's probably, like, the only thing. <laughs> I was kind of forced to do that shit because...
0: I don't know if that was the first time I ever sneezed on the podcast. Oh, bless you. I didn't even say bless Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. No problem. The other day my girl said gesundheit after I fucking burped. Is that German? Uh, It certainly sounds like it, but I I believe that you only say it after somebody sneezes. Yeah. Not a burp.
1: Oh, she said it
0: after you burped. After I burped, right? I'm like, that doesn't...
1: I mean, (laughs) people say that after you, like, I I don't know. You can say excuse
0: me or excuse yourself or something like that, but gesundheit is just for sneezes. Yeah. Anyway, um, sorry about that no, So no, no, yeah, you early musical uh, experiences uh-huh. Um.
1: so yeah I was in like choir in like sixth grade but I only did that because like, I was failing and like she said you could do choir and like make up the grade or whatever so I did that but that was the only time I remember like singing like actually being taught like how to like use you know what I'm saying use your mm-hmm. voice or whatever but I kind of learned that like all in the past too Two years Like year and a half I've kind of learned How to like Do all that shit Since so, I've been recording
0: So you did it a little bit When you were younger But you didn't really Gravitate towards it Yeah
1: Or like Now that I think about it Like singing in the shower Kind of like Trying to emulate like shit Like I was listening to like I didn't start listening to rap Till like probably Probably about 6th, 7th grade But before that I was listening to like Akon and like fucking like sean kingston and people like that so mm. like singing like that type of shit in the shower like robin thick like you know like weird shit like that
0: but so then one day you just started to go through puberty and you were like man i gotta hear some people talking about rapping about some yeah it was, shit. like yeah more
1: <laughs> more like puberty and like my i had i didn't have any siblings but like older cousins that like my mom's from the bahamas so i had like people older cousins come to the states to go to high school so when that happened like my cousins were listening to like 50 and like Lil Wayne and shit like that so mm. that's when I kind of picked that up probably like <coughs> si- like 7th grade, 8th grade type shit.
0: Yeah it's crazy to think that that was like 50 Cent to me 2002 when he came out mm. it was like you couldn't tell me shit about any other rapper yeah. and I mean I knew about Wayne before that it's interesting to think that Wayne his reign began maybe 2006, seven mm. when people started to really look at him like he was the GOAT all of a sudden
1: Yeah, that feels so long ago. (laughs) I
0: know, right? But for you, that was just, like, the music of your childhood, huh? Like, your earliest rap memories, those were the gods of rap, Yeah,
1: I like kind of, like, there'll be songs, like, Wayne songs that I'll hear, and, like, people be like, this is a classic, do you know this song? I'll be like, I have to hear it, because, like, I don't really, I wasn't in tune to, like, his career back then, but, like, if I heard the song, it was, like, something that was playing, Mm. you know what I'm saying? Like, I remember it, because it's kind of, like nostalgic or whatever because that I'm, shit was playing
0: i remember one summer in new york where Amelie was like the only song yeah. that existed
1: i remember that too i what was that like Like 20 what, I 2009? Mean, 2009
0: maybe 2008 yeah. yeah so when, when did you uh start to focus on rapping making um
1: music? like senior year of high school like towards the end of senior year of high school that was like 2018 um i was playing i was playing sports i was playing lacrosse i was about to go to college for lacrosse and then I decided i didn't want to do that and like right when i was making that decision i kind of started going to the studio recording i kind of like picked like just like on a whim because i was working at a sneaker store back home it's called kick spot like, where are you from again dc right, right yeah dc maryland okay but um yeah i was working at a sneaker store and they built a studio in the back and my uh, one of my good friends was the engineer there so i was like "Fuck it, i'll try it he was there it's like one of my best friends brandon over there but he came with me and we tried to do that and i tried to sound like lil wayne i sounded like lil wayne Like, not retarded Lil Wayne. I didn't want to say it, but, like, that's how I sounded. (laughs) I couldn't even get out no words. I was there for, like, three hours. Didn't lay down anything. Didn't work. Yeah. But then I came again. I had some shit written the next time. I came again and tried it, and it kind of worked.
0: And so just from the beginning, people were, like, thought they saw some promise? Mm, I would say
1: by the time I dropped my first song, people, but that was, like, my first song was, like, probably the fourth song I made, or fourth fourth or fifth song i made
0: okay mm. and so then how did you sort of go about building your shit do you try to play shows locally or were you more just focused yeah. on soundcloud i was or? like
1: because like in dc this the stuff i'm doing now it wasn't like really resonating because like the whole sound is like different there like if you like the dmv sound is like something like people right. know and my like i learned how to rap like that because like when I was in the studio, I saw like, Shy Glizzy used to come there, Q mm. the Fool used to come there. So like, I was like being a little like assistant to the engineer cause he was my homie. And like, I seen them niggas like punching and shit. So that's how I learned how to rap and shit. But like the stuff I was listening to, like I wasn't really listening to Q Fool and like Shy Glizzy mm. only like at parties and shit. Cause that's what was playing. But like me, I was listening to like Uzi and like that um Thug and- It's crazy know. when
0: you think about it, cause if you really come into rap, Talking crazy street shit and having guns in your videos and shit, there's like a built in, like automatic audience for that to a certain extent. We see it Big all time. the time. Yeah. And it's like if you want to do something that's kind of outside of that, you sort of have to have bigger hopes, I guess, right?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's kind of like, it's easy. Not, I'm not going to say easy, but like, <clears throat> it's kind of like, you can pop quicker that way. Like, Mm. if you're in the right area, like, you can pop quicker by doing, like, if you're a hood nigga, like, doing hood nigga shit, if that's resonating, you know what I'm saying, if that's already bubbling. But if you're trying to do something else and step outside of that and do something bigger, and you know what I'm saying, try to do a sound that's going to resonate with more people might not stick in your area first. So you might have to, like, go, like, I went to SoundCloud and was, like, getting reposts from goddamn, you know, summers and, Autumn and that shit, like, back in the day, not back in the day, it's not even that, like, maybe, <laughs> yeah. like, nine months ago. Well, it was, like, you know the I'm last saying? couple
0: of years, yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah, so um, that's how I was
1: trying to get my stuff around.
0: But so how did you meet Taz? Was he, like, the first person who actually had a name for yeah. himself that really kind of mm. recognized what you were doing?
1: Kind of, like, I had, like, little, so, like, probably, I'm trying to get the timeline right. So last year, um, how did I meet, no, nah. okay, let's start again. So I met Taz by, I did the uh, live stream, Side Piece, DT, He does like a live stream, he still does it now, like where he like listens to beats and like listens to like people's music and shit. So Uh did that, submitted that. And uh, he liked the song, he was like, this is the best song he's heard on stream. And uh, he sent me a pack like the next day, did the pack, posted a snippet of one of them. And then like a week, a week later, Taz probably DM'd me off that and just swiped up on that. And was like, "Uh, this is fire, I'm trying to sign you. Really? Yeah, so that's how I met Taz. But yeah, that didn't happen until like,
0: that was October right mm-hmm. so you signed like a, a what like producer arrangement with nah, him I, where he uh, sort of brings you to labels after that fact no nah, i signed a record
1: work? deal through taz so it's okay. through, uh internet money it's 10k through internet money
0: oh so it's with the 10k thing correctly mm-hmm. okay yeah. that's dope so then did you just like move out here and just start working all the time like yeah lo- i was
1: in i was in taz's garage till about what like a month ago when we moved to the like a month ago like, yeah, the so. The
0: spot that I seen you at, the. Yeah, that was. I was that's the new spot, or that's the. the,
1: that's, the that's Taz's crib. That's where right. he's at. That's where I was at. I was in the garage, like on the air mattress. And then Cody's room for a little bit when he, like, was it back in Florida? Was, his, uh, was in his room in the air mattress and shit, just like working.
0: How many people on average are staying in the internet money house? Mm, it, at most, it could be like
1: 10. 10? Yeah, at most, it could be like 10. But, like, it's been like, I've been there when it was like me, just me, Taz, and Tanner like mm. one time and then you know what i'm saying about at most it's like
0: 10. but is it like a hierarchy of like who has to sleep on the floor and who gets to sleep no, in bed really or like a bed it's really like
1: whoever like claims the shit like if you've been staying there long enough and like people see you like if you're a couch like right now like rio like i feel like people that watch this know, will know rio like Rio's like a he's on the couch like he's claimed that but before when he first came in like when he first got into the group he was sleeping under the pool table on the carpet because that was like That was a sneaky spot. Nobody knew about that spot. He grabbed the carpet and then got down. When people started leaving, he was still there working. He grabbed the couch, and then when people came back Mm. from back home, they saw him on the couch and was like, okay. I guess Rio got the... Key. It's not claim your spot. Nobody like, really has, like... It's
0: like prison. It's like you have to, like, sort of climb the ladders can, I never of been to respect prison, and like, stuff. Yeah. Me neither, really, but I've <laughs> <Yeah. still>, I've <I'm laughs> seen shows. <laughs> yeah, it got,
1: yeah, it's like if you claim that shit, like... It's really if you claim that shit, you're you getting it, so...
0: Right. I mean, I very much, like, admire Taz for being able to just, like, exist and do so well in that environment of having so many fucking people around because me being, like, 36, I'm definitely, like, wow, I just could not do that at mm-hmm. this point in my life but when I think about it when I was 22 I was living in a fucking ratty ass BMX house with yeah. like 10 dudes sleeping on the ground didn't mm-hmm. bother me at all yeah. so that you know it makes sense to nah, me it's- yeah,
1: it reminds me a lot of like that house is like a frat house like I was I went to college for one year I went to St. John's and, got, and uh, Queens and Last year, I was up there. But, um, yeah, when I was there, I was in a suite with, like, eight people. Mm. And we all had, like, friends who wanted to visit and shit. So, like, I felt like I already knew what that was about. But there, it feels like nobody's doing nothing. Like, it's college. So, obviously, people doing work and whatever, working towards a degree. But... Like, here, it's, like, niggas is working towards, like, money and shit. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, and have like we all have the same goal in mind. Like, when are working on song, people are working on Me, Spirit, Alec. They're like, okay, this song needs to be the best. We'll get paid on the back end, whatever. But as long as these songs are great and we just keep working, like, everything's going to come. But and that's what fuels is it, everybody. Is it
0: that environment 100% where, like, everybody is just 100% focused on Everybody's actually like, just bro, making something happen? It's, like,
1: it's a doghouse in there. Like, and it, like, if you come in there not working, like, people that come there on a trial run, like, There's obviously people that have, you know, wanted to be in that money or whatever came through and maybe it didn't work out, but whatever. But when you come in there, you feel it like everybody's working. And if you're not working, if you're like sitting around, you see everybody working, you're like, what? even when we're smoking, like chilling in the back, people are making beats. Mm. Like, you know what I'm saying? There's not really a time. Nobody's working.
0: Did you, like, show up and get into that environment? Did your music just get, like, a million times better immediately because you're just around all these people who really know what they're doing and Mm -hmm. know how to make you sound better and know how to tell you good advice? I would say it's
1: a mix of that because, like, there's some people that come in that environment and, like, think it's just going to be, like, the sauce, like the sauce is just gonna come to them just cause like Taz touches it, but it's not that. It's like, it's a mixture of like, I I came from a sports background. Like I was gonna, you know, go to college to play sports and shit. But Mm. like when you come in, like, it's like a sport, bro. Like when you come in there, it's like a team environment. Like you're trying to work hard so the team can be good. So you can be good. So you can be the best you can be. And when you come in with that mindset, like when you come in, like the only thing I have to do is work until I reach my goal Mm. type of thing. Like you're gonna, you know, get better and shit. Like, and everybody's on that type of time. But if you just sitting back, like, You're not your music's not gonna get if you're recording once a day when you have a studio for the whole day, like
0: you're not compare it to sports in the sense of like, okay, if you wanna be a great athlete, a huge part of that is like, yeah, you need to be naturally talented and you have to like study the game, but it's just a lot of it is just sheer hours. You need to just train like a motherfucker. And do you kind of see music like that in the sense of like I'm gonna get in the studio and make 10 songs today because I know that if I do this every day for the next couple of months, then by the end of those couple of months, mm-hmm. my songs are gonna be a lot better than when I started. Hard
1: work beats talent when talent doesn't work hard. That mm-hmm. was something like I heard growing up all the time. So like that mindset is like exactly what you said. Like I'm going in there, like even if people like, I got in there, like I could have got a big head. I got in there like the first day Taz flew me out, probably not the first day, second day, cause I, we, we didn't do anything the first day. Second day we went to the studio, it was Ian session. Uh, he didn't, he was, uh, I think they had pushed it back. The times got mixed up, so he was a little late. So I got in there, was able to record. And like, in that moment I could have done, like the first song, the first song was pretty good. Everybody's like, oh, okay. And like, Taz wasn't back yet. He went, he came, Get some. got something to eat, and I could have been like, okay, maybe I'm done. Like, Ian's about to come, this one song's cool, but like, you gotta be, okay. And then when Taz got back, I probably made about three songs and he was like, Oh shit. Okay. Cool. You want to make some more? And then like, you know what I'm saying? Like mm. I feel like you just got to work. Like if he sees you, he's on the same type of time. Like I feel like every like I said everybody's on there. Everybody mm. there is on the same type of time. I'm it's, just around a good team.
0: It's interesting though because whenever I talk to artists, uh, young artists, a lot of it comes back to the decision of how much of your time you're going to put into working on your shit versus how much of your time you're going to put into promoting your shit. Mm-hmm. And like from your perspective, you seem like you're not like out here doing much bullshit like mm-hmm. you know th- we've seen so many rappers sort of come up who their music is okay or in some cases even just straight up good and then they but they basically augment it by having this like crazy ass mm-hmm. social media personality do you think mm-hmm. about that and uh, you think about like yeah, this like, version of yourself pe- you have to present
1: got, i don't really like try to present nothing like what i am is me like you know what I'm saying like whatever I show like is me a hundred percent but like you said like people do bullshit just cause like they're trying to get attention when I want attention I can drop a song cause I have so many songs you know mm. what I'm saying like that's where it gets to like okay you could do some you know other shit and like you know what I'm saying maybe you want to be a personality maybe your whole brand is like Instagram it's not totally music maybe they're like half and half whatever so you gotta do that whatever but like my shit is like music so why would I go do some other shit when I could just make music and if I'm not you know popping like I want to be just keep dropping shit you know mm. what I'm saying
0: definitely mm-hmm. um What's up in your new project? I tried to click on it on Apple yeah. Music earlier. I'm gonna be honest, and it didn't load in the car, so I had to oh, listen yeah. to the project I, before the new one. Which one, okay, so is it because for, it's not fully out yet?
1: Yeah, it's not fully out, so it's probably up there like on pre-order. Or whatever That's probably 1800. why it didn't yeah. show up. See, the mm-hmm.
0: there you go. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. So that one, um, that one's just an accumulation of all the songs I did from like October to uh, like January, probably. Mm. And uh, we really picked up. No, one of them I made. Uh, one of them is kind of like a different vibe and I made it more recently, like, I, I took shrooms for the first time and made that shit off shrooms and it was ridiculous.
0: So, but, explain Oh, how, actually,
1: it's out. It's called Moments. It's out on SoundCloud. Oh,
0: okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. How, how did the shrooms affect your uh, worldview? Bro, what I felt like, like, like Prince,
1: bro. <laughs> <laughs> I felt like Prince. Like, I was like gent. like, I don't even know, but like, my engineer, like, he kind of like the song was kind of backwards when I recorded it. So, like, I recorded like the verse and the, half the verse and probably like half the hook and then like the verse and like Another part that was catchy, so we put it as a hook. But like it all, like it was more ideas were coming than like a full song. And I like heard like little snippets of ideas. Right. And then like he he was like, I recorded a lot. I recorded more than the whole song too. And there was a point where he was like, Okay, you're done. You're done. And then he just let me go for like 30 minutes, texting me like, Come back up. Came back up. I heard the shit, and I was like, "Yo!" And that was like that was the only song I made that day, and it was the theme song for like that whole day.
0: I mean, there's a a a, a way that you go about viewing the world before you do psychedelics, mm-hmm. and then there's a way that you view the world afterwards. I think, mm-hmm. and it obviously depends on the dosage and how deep into it you get. But I mean, there's a certain extent to which the my earliest experiences with drugs were kind of like epiphanies. Like certain mm-hmm. drugs, you know, like the first time I ever did like ecstasy, I had never felt that good before, you know. It sort of like broke my my mind like a little bit. possible like whoa. whoa it's possible for me to be whoa. this optimistic and i sort of like saw a vision of what i could possibly be or what i could do with my yeah. life that i hadn't seen before and so that sounds like kind of what you yeah it's kind
1: of like it was exactly that i'm not even gonna lie like i was like because before that i was on some like totally rap shit like and it was it was like Bro, everything happens for a reason, cause like that shit, like Tanner, I don't know if you met him when you came to the house, but he's one of the producers there, he's working hard as shit, gonna mm-hmm. blow up soon, like. Um, but yeah, he, he, we both did it, and he sent me, I mean, he didn't send me, we were just sitting there, and we was listening to, uh oh, he got Travis Scott's playlist for when he made Astroworld or some shit. Like, uh, yeah, it was Astroworld, like his inspiration playlist. Really? Yeah, somebody, I think Alex Tume, like someone gave it to, Alex Tume gave it to someone and someone gave it to Tenor. It was like the playlist that inspired oh, wow. Travis Scott's shit. So secret, we were listen- yeah. secret
0: information being passed mm-hmm. around the music industry? Yeah, wow. Yeah,
1: so we were listening to that shit and it was like, cool, we were on our little, you know. And then he was like, yo, I made we got to this one song, he was like, yo, I made a beat like this. He played the beat, and I was like, I was geeked up. I was like, yo, we got to do this now. And, like, Taz was like, he came out, he was looking at us, he was like, what are you guys? And then Denzel here, he came out, I think, and he was like, what are you guys talking about? I was like, no, I have to do this right now. And it was like, like I was on a mission, so did that shit. And, like, yeah, I don't know, I felt like Prince. Like, I was like, I didn't know I could do shit like this. It was like, it's like an 80s vibe type of song, Like, and I kind of, like, put a twist on it. And it was like... It was a wave after that. Like, I started making more songs like that occasionally, you know? So, right. I don't know. Yeah, it definitely broke my shit down. I was like, yeah. Is I
0: it, didn't know I is it like, like a competitive environment in terms of the producers as well? Because you got, like, a bunch of artists that mm-hmm. are trying to do the best I they can? I would say
1: more for the producers, is not that competitive because, like, everybody's working. So, like, somebody could do the melody. Somebody could do the hi-hat. Somebody could do oh, the bit. Okay. It's just as long as everybody's working. You know what I'm saying? Like, as long as, like, you know, it, it doesn't have to be, like dog eat dog everybody can eat together but as long as you work and as long as people if you mooch and like if you see people like you know not doing nothing for the whole day and then come like right when I right when one of the artists records and is like oh let me just do the hi-hats just not saying nobody does that but like
0: but is there that's al- like- do you see like six dudes sitting on their laptops with headphones on, just like furiously hacking nah, away and making like, beats in the same time? It's,
1: it's all a vibe. Like It's more like where I might be in the studio recording, they play beats, I don't like any of them, they come and make shit from scratch, might be like three of them come in, mm. one person do the melody, one person do like the hat, and then one person do you know, 808s or whatever, and it's just like all kind of messes. It's like nobody's like yeah, let me, Right. You know, it's usually like oh, you did the last, okay, go, go ahead. You know what I'm saying?
0: Being in that environment all the time though do you ever have to like get away from it and what do you do i feel like when i
1: when i get away it's more like i'm bored because i haven't been doing this for too long so like Mm. before this i was in college i was in high school i was playing sports and like nothing like oh i wouldn't really want to be doing anything else Mm. like when i go away taz has told me to take a break at least three times like actually like yo you should take a break and then like Mm. we'll go maybe like a day i might not record and then he'll be like either i'll be like Yo, I'm trying to record And it'll be like No, you shouldn't record And I'll be like I'm trying to record I'll Be like, okay, record Or it'll be like Yo, I don't got no more Thai songs Like, you gotta make some more Thai songs And I'll yeah. be like Fuck it Alright, bet. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't feel like It's never like too much of a Cause this shit doesn't feel like a job to me yet, You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I'm still, I still have a lot to talk about I still have like A lot different sounds To experiment with, Experiment with and it doesn't really get boring. It hasn't gotten boring yet, so.
0: Mm, definitely. Yeah. Does it feel crazy just to, like, be developing an actual fan base? Because, like, I see the, the... You definitely have, like, a, a small army mm-hmm. behind you when I'm looking at the YouTube yes, comments it's and going,
1: it's going pretty crazy. I'm not even going... Like, I didn't know... Like, looking at other people, when I was probably, like, a f- few months before this, when everything started to pop Like, I, I thought... Like, I had maybe had, like, 2,000 followers. I had, like, a consistent, like, 20 people comment on my shit. I was like, oh, yeah, I got a little squad. Like, <laughs> sweet. But, like... It's different now. Like people really like go to bat for me, and like I never, mm. you know, what I'm saying like uh, it feels like just thinking about back to sports. Like it feels like they're my team. Like I just like, you know I might be the captain or whatever. I just don't want to let them down, and they're all working for me. It's like they're working hard, you know, commenting and like spreading the word about me. So it's like I just gotta keep producing. It just gives me more fuel. Definitely.
0: Uh, we were talking about this earlier, but so mm. what, what's what's the attitude on drugs in the Internet Money House? No no drugs it don't happen no drugs like the mushrooms shit are an exception come, shit, shit that comes from the earth yo <laughs> right. like weed and
1: like you know it's not mushrooms ain't like you know what i'm saying yeah, that comes yeah. from you know so that's natural yeah but none of the pills none of the lean none of that will be accepted tolerated mm. if he sees you with that shit molly e whatever it's it's no good because like there's no room for that like mm. and all that shit's gonna either make you lazy or just like you can't think and like nah
0: yeah it's crazy because like when you think about the artists that Taz has been around, that I've been around, it's like there's just so much evidence that is just right in front of our face. That's just the kind of thing that we absolutely got to avoid. Is like if you're going to have an artist who's like kind of your responsibility, you know, and it's not like Taz is your fucking dad or anything, yeah. but if he's going to be sort of looking over you and you're getting into shit like that, it's just. Number one, it's just like a bad thing to be getting into from his perspective as a person. And number two, like criminal liability mm. that we've seen in the case of Pete. No, that, like, that,
1: that shit is not right. Even for me, like you said, Taz is not like my dad, but like he kind of like I'm not He kind of like is like because mm. I'm I'm barely like I'm I'm an adult, but I'm still like a kid. You know what I'm saying? So and Taz, knows my dad was my lawyer for a little bit. He's a lawyer. Like he got my contract situation. So like my dad and Taz were having conversations like, you know what I'm saying? So he kind of gave him the keys and was like, yo, this is my Damn you know, your dad's a lawyer. Yeah, he's a lawyer. What he kind does, of law, law does he do? He does uh, 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 estates, like he gets wills together and shit. And then he's like a, a court-appointed a court guardian, right. so like he—he's uh, like he's there for people that—he's there for people that um, might might not have any family and they have like they can't take care of themselves or shit mm-hmm. like that. So
0: it's interesting because it's like entertainment law and music industry law is like a totally different mm-hmm. thing, it's totally I'm different beast. But he probably he's probably got plenty of connections. He yeah. you knows who to reach out to and shit like mm-hmm. that. Huh?
1: Yeah. For sure we we got everything situated everything good to go
0: that's dope mm-hmm. you miss dc
1: um mm, i don't i don't i miss it but i don't want to go back until like i'm lit i don't really want to go back until like i'm the biggest artist in my area that's really? yeah that's why i feel like i want to go back and like be able to like go to my high school and kids like geek the fuck out like mm. that's what i want i want to just you know what i'm saying because i don't feel like People have started to reach back. Like I, I had a couple of homies from DC that rap that I knew. Like Money Mar, is what I knew him right. before. Uh, yeah, you know. Yeah, he's dope. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Money Mar, I knew before. Um, before I like really popped. Like we were friends. Like we, I met him like last year, early last year. He came to like, he came to New York. One of my, so I went to high school. With one of his friends, and like we went to college together. So like we were we we're cool in it, and we you know we became friends. But Money Mar, young man, he's my homie. But like, so
0: young man, yeah, so young. he's mm-hmm.
1: cool. But, like, nobody, like, really was, like, supporting. It wasn't necessarily them, but, like, people from D.C. wasn't really fucking, like, DMV wasn't really fucking with my, you know, music. It was more like when I saw my listeners, it was more like Los Angeles and, like, Miami was one of the top ones. And, like, you know what I'm saying? It was all over the place. Never, like, really D.C., though. So I just want to go back when I'm, like all right, like, y'all gonna fuck with me now type shit. You know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah. <laughs> Is that the vibe? You feel like uh, you have to make it, like, on the internet before you could be popping locally? You definitely don't, like, because most of those
1: people, like, in that scene have been, it's the other way around. They get popping locally, and then it's a struggle to get popping everywhere else, because, right. like, you know what I'm saying? So, it, it's to each his own.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. I hear it. Um, what do you What do you actually, like, listening to these days?
1: Mm, I'm listening to... Um, Okay, my top three songs have been "Party Next Door" and the Rihanna song. Mm. I forgot what it's called. The "Party Next Door" and Rihanna song. The the song Lil Durk just dropped. Uh, "Love All" and then um, what? Oh, the um the song off Brent Fires project. I forgot. But those have been like my three just in rotation. Other than like my shit, I only have like a couple songs i will be listening to now.
0: Some of the greatest uh, voices of our generation, Rihanna, mm. Lil Durk. Oh, yeah
1: rihanna like, I, I mean hey
0: i'm not even like being sarcastic like yeah. dirk, dirk in terms of like his actual delivery and like no. what he does on his track is, is pretty incredible yeah
1: he says a lot of shit and like the way mm-hmm. he says it and like his has melodies too and like he's like he's, he can do the no auto shit but he can also like go crazy with the melodies that's what i like you know, on the all love song he's doing both like so mm. that's why i like to listen to it.
0: most of my favorite dirk songs are the ones where he says things that i like really like I think about what his lawyer probably thinks of him saying yeah, that And I'm like damn shit. Dirk you should not be saying that Yeah he don't
1: give a fuck that's why people <laughs> fuck with him the Same shit, <laughs> that's like On you know, some young boy shit like the people that don't give a fuck You
0: know Young boy talking about having herpes on a track was the craziest thing ever
1: I didn't even know that
0: He must have been so in the zone that night That he said I got the herpes all in my blood He, was talking he really said shit. that I mean, he can't get mad at me for pointing it out. It's like he did say. It. Yeah, if you're talking, I mean,
1: that's just his <laughs> life. This his real life. I mean, hey, you're not holding it back.
0: I respect here. it. I respect that too, man. That's that's mm-hmm. that's kind of tight. I don't do that. Like, if I got herpes, I'm not gonna come on here and talk about it.
1: Hey, maybe just yeah, herpes i a going to keep that shit a
0: secret for sure. I'm not telling you guys. I mean, shit. I'm you gotta, jinxing myself here.
1: No, you got you, you got like youth that watch this. Maybe like tell them, yo, I got this shit. This is <laughs> like yo. Don't do what I did. You don't want this shit. You know what I'm saying? That would be so fire. Yeah. Herpes awareness.
0: If I actually, like, made myself a sacrifice and, like, aired out my own. Maybe that's what young boy's doing. Shit. Oh,
1: (laughs) damn. Yeah. Herpes awareness. Um,
0: awareness. Okay. But so what do people get wrong about? Taz and about the internet money lifestyle and stuff in terms of like stereotypes. There's always like little weird beefs with people talking shit. Uh. People
1: think Taz is a dickhead, obviously, but he's not. It's just like he says what he wants to say and doesn't really like care. Like he's not like a lot of people in the music shit are like suits and like they're Mm. politically correct and like they don't want to hurt people's feelings because they want to work with them. Like Mm. we don't like he's taught me like yo just go with your like whatever you're thinking just go with your gut and like just tell people how you feel because at the end of the day if you're bullshitting like that's just going to like it's gonna fuck shit up. Like it's, uh, it's like it's either gonna make you like in your whole relationship fake, and the whole thing's gonna be like it's not gonna be a solid relationship. You know what I'm saying? Like you might do business or whatever, but it's not gonna be solid. Like you gotta be straight up with people so they can trust you, mm. and you know what I'm saying? Just build that because the fake shit is just not it. But yeah, people think Taz is a dickhead. He's just being real, a hundred percent of the time. And like, I don't know. People say like the internet money is trying to like I don't know. I've heard like they try to get you into slavery deals or like the deals that bro. Every Everybody in this music shit, nobody, nobody likes their first deal, bro. Mm. I don't think anybody in this music shit really likes the first deal they get. And, like, when they figure it out, when they figure out what they could have got or figure out what, you know, they think they should have got, it, like, fucks their mind up. It's like, he didn't give me that? No, he didn't. You got to learn business, yo. Like, it's just simple as that. So I think, like, that's really the main thing. Nobody's getting no fucked up deals. Nobody's getting fucked over. Everybody's eating. And Taz is not a dickhead. He just says what he wants to say 100% of the time.
0: It's weird though because if does it feel like there's a lot of like young kids who are just like that is their actual dream because it seems like sort of mm-hmm. attainable is to get signed to like yeah. that money because it's not like getting signed to like fucking OVO or something. Uh-huh. It's like they've seen a lot of people come up from the fucking no. underground and like come through no. that and it's all of a sudden It's definitely attainable.
1: Like it's bro. It's like uh, Taz is Taz is good at what he does, because, like, he keeps it real, and, like, if he likes something, he's gonna do it. He's not waiting for other people to, like, oh, these are the statistics on it. Yo, this kid's pop. He's not mm-hmm. waiting for, like, other to hear other labels talking about it before he moves on it. No, it's like, yo, if he sees you working, if he sees it, it likes the music, really, like, he's gonna fuck with it. You know what I'm saying? That's why it's obtainable, because, like, he sees... We have conversations about SoundCloud kids all the time. Like, these little kids that don't think we're talking about them, bro, like... We're because talk- I don't really like other than like, you know, the people I said, like, I'm not really listening to goddamn mainstream shit. Like, I'm like, other than those songs, like, if I'm going to SoundCloud and listening to something, I'm listening to goddamn. Autumn, I'm listening to people like he's posting. I'm listening to, like, the new shit, not, like, the shit. Before, he's doing the same thing. He's trying to figure out what's next. So, Mm -hmm. like, you know, all these kids, like, they want to be that because they've probably been in, like, a group chat with the kid who's, you know, gotten into the Internet Money or, you know what I'm saying, they maybe, you know, had conversations with them and DM or whatever. Mm -hmm. It feels obtainable because it is.
0: What's the policy on hoes at the Internet Money Mansion?
1: Yeah, so, (laughs) (laughs) you know, it's... just don't bring no crazy bitches through. Yo, just mm. don't bring nobody who's gonna you know post the ad. Nobody who's gonna you know try to you know do some sneaky shit. Just you know vet vet the girls before. You know make sure they're you know stand up women. Man,
0: some some girls though that have seemed great to me in my life have mm-hmm. ended up being the worst ones by yeah, far you, though so you live and you learn yeah but like yeah, just
1: don't bring any like ticking time bombs to the crib bro they're you know, all ticking time bombs
0: yeah
1: yeah yeah
0: nah but uh yeah so you don't got a girlfriend then no 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 time for that
1: i mean look it's not that there's no time for that i feel like behind every man is a great woman obviously like i've just seen that through my life i wouldn't be opposed to it but the right just right girl hasn't come
0: Mm. You know so we'll, we'll find her Yeah we'll find her hopefully. She's out there Somewhere Um, So what do you What do you got in the works What are you planning Is is, um, Oh yeah Is the quarantine Slowing up Whatever progress You've been making In your quarantine career Quarantine is not
1: Slowing up anything
0: Just more of the same
1: Yeah it's like it, Trapped it, in the
0: studio Trapped changed? in the
1: studio Like Cause the stuff I had you know, shows I had, like, I got booked for a couple festivals, and they probably won't happen now, but it's later, like, fall and, like, mm. late summer, so I'm I'm being hopeful, but, like, my whole plan was to work this whole time, because I don't know, when you start going on the road, you might, you know, I've heard you don't have that much time to work, so I'm just trying to get everything I can done, as much quality shit that I'm just sitting on, waiting to just unload, pause. Um, mm. Yeah, so it really hasn't changed anything. I'm still at Taz's crib, like, if not every day, every other day. But like you know, oh so yeah. you got your own spot too? Yeah, yeah. I'm in a, a, a apartment. North I'm, I live like five minutes from here.
0: Oh, for real? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, sick. Damn, I didn't know that anybody had their own spot too. That must be yeah. nice, actually, to be able to have your yeah. own element it's too. It's Yeah, it's just a
1: lot better. Like it doesn't necessarily feel like work, but like when I was there, like it got to the point. It it wasn't too. It was probably the <laughs> last week I was there. It was like. When I was getting up, like, I just didn't want to work. Like, I just was like, I just don't. Yeah, like, I wouldn't
0: want to live in the same place I do podcasts. Like, if my bed was over there, (laughs) that would be kind of weird for me. It's just different. And there was people, like, there was a point when
1: I was actually sleeping in the studio, you know what I'm saying, like, for my first couple weeks. And, like, that, well, that was different because I felt like, okay, this is the dream. Like, yeah, I got a studio to my let's go. Look. It's weird because
0: yeah. like when you first come out here, like just being an artist who's just super hungry to do anything, mm-hmm. fuck it, yeah, like sleep in the studio, sleep on the couch, do whatever. But then as you get more and more established, it's kind of like, You go through this process of realizing like, oh, I'm going to be more effective if I find a way to sort of balance my life to be able to be able to rest and then get back to the music, you know, like whereas at first you're so thankful to even be in that environment that you're just like, I'm going to just go crazy 12 hours a day. Exactly. Like, yeah, so... Getting my
1: own place like, really just gave me like, my own spot to think. I don't have to like, I love those guys, love them to death, don't get me wrong, but like, mm. I just have my own space, it's just me and my mans, and like, where I can just go into my room and not hear shit. Like, I don't have to hear no beats going on. Mm. I don't have to hear people like yelling and laughing all the time. I can just sit back and just cool it, put on some Netflix, put on some fucking Rainbow Six Siege, play some video games, whatever I want to do.
0: How's your, your uh, toilet paper supply?
1: Yo, it's pretty good. I just ordered a bidet, Tushy, well, Tushy bidet. Really? We're going crazy.
0: Yes. Wow, those are probably like sold out, backed up, and shit. I
1: don't. I, when I was on the web, website, was about a week ago. Shit's supposed to come in next week, and nothing was on backward. It just takes like I think they make it first. I don't think they haven't made. I think they make it first.
0: They make it to the shape yeah. of your ass. No, uh, no,
1: nah, nah, nah. I don't know. You're just send uh, them a yeah. mold. It's like a grill. Yeah, you gotta measure. You gotta measure your. Yeah, so yeah, they get
0: the spray yeah. just right. No, I'm going to be honest with you. I've been to a whole bunch of different countries that have bidets. And for yeah. people who at home who don't know, a bidet shoots, it's a little thing, it shoots water up and you your ass to clean it off. Um, I've been in so many different countries that have it, but I never used it. Well,
1: I'm not even going to go deep into it, but it's a great investment mm. for you, for you. You have a lady, you know what I'm saying? If you do, you know, booty stuff, it's a good investment. It keeps you clean, you know? And you, regardless, you just want to be clean, so bidet.
0: Maybe I'll get one.
1: Yeah. And the toilet paper, yo, you see it, like when you use toilet paper, like the little flakes being, you got to use wet ones. When I was using toilet paper, I was using wet ones. Mm. So yeah, but the bidet.
0: And sometimes, ugh, it might be a little too graphic, but sometimes, you know, I'm waking up, I'm drinking coffee. I might have to take a couple of shits. Mm. And then it's like, you have to wipe your eyes a couple of times. Mm. It's like you sort of. And
1: then it's hot and it's, but yeah, all you know. Why not just up. have a jet? Yeah.
0: <laughs> Yeah. 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 <laughs> All right. Um okay, so yeah, you just supporting this project that yeah. you're working on right
1: 1800 now? Eighteen hundred project comes out uh the twenty fourth of April. Um I have another single. I dropped the first single off of it last Friday. It's called Fetish. Another single drops this Friday. Um, And then we're putting Moments is already on SoundCloud. We're just doing a video for that right before the project drops. So, Mm. you know, just uh, had a bunch of stuff lined up, shot videos and just seeing what this does. I definitely like, we're right now we're like, it's so weird now to think about it. Cause like when I was in, when I was just releasing stuff myself, like it was like, okay, I have these eight songs, let's go. Mm. You know what I'm saying? But now it's like, okay, before I, before we really set these songs in motion, I probably had like 200 songs that I had made. And Mm -hmm. we're like, okay, this, uh, this 12 is what we're going to use and we kept a little kept a couple you know what I'm saying heaters in the in the in the vault and then i made probably like at least like 200 more and then now we're like probably like two to three projects ahead we already have like another one kind of sketched out and then we're working you know what i'm saying so it's kind of weird just like working ahead because like that's what we're that's what the whole music industry is doing i guess but like right. that's kind of weird now that i can't like drop shit like right when i want to but yeah
0: hey. Respect it. That mm. the learning process. Yeah, man. There we go. Hey, I appreciate you coming on, man. Appreciate you having me. This time Thank It's time of you. social distancing.
1: Yeah. Yeah, this is uh, this has been cool because I, I don't know if you remember. You posted like one of my first videos. Yep. Yeah, so this is like full circle, man.
0: Full circle. Getting appreciate the interview it. in. That's yes, what we're sir. doing out here. Shout out interme- Internet Money.
1: Shout out No Jumper. Shout out Ty. Shout out High Tide 1800. All that shit. 1800 Project. 24th.
0: Where does eighteen hundred come from? That's the street you uh, grew up on or something? It's
1: like so high tide is like a little group like me and my me and my homie mate, it's like when the tide's at its highest, the waves are at its biggest and mm. like most powerful. People back then were saying, Oh yeah, we the wave. People say it now, but like we just wanted to come up with something different, and then eighteen hundred is like a number that means forever. If you flip eighteen on a side, it's the infinity sign underline and then oh, wow. the zeros are like forever. You know what I'm saying? So it's we're the wave forever type shit.
0: Kind of like a snowman. Yeah, kind You're of like flip a- it on its side. Wait, no. It's like a three-headed snowman.
1: Yeah. A snowman already has three (laughs) No, but it's like
0: if you took the 1800, it's like a line and then three heads and then the snowman body. (sighs) All right. Ty Fontaine, No Jumper, coolest podcast in the world. Check us out on YouTube, SoundCloud, iTunes. Yes, sir. Like, comment, subscribe. (laughs) Nojumper.com, et cetera. We got new kendamas. New kendamas.
1: You want one? Not the old ones. Yeah. I would love to give this to you. Thank
0: you, bro. Boom. There it is. Nojumper.com. Appreciate y'all. Bow. Bow. Another classic interview in the books. If you guys enjoyed this, make sure you like comment and subscribe and head on over to nojumper.com to support. Appreciate y'all.